yesterday we were learning about the meaning of Pada B'Shalman. The um, world on the surface looks like that there are two opposing forces in it. There's the Gashmiistic part of the world and the Ruchniist part of the world. And it seems like these two cannot get along. Either one's going to win, the other's going to lose. And there's no way that they could peacefully get along. But the truth is that if you think about where Kedusha comes from, where Ruchnius comes from, so then where light comes from, where goodness comes from, so then there says, then, it, then you could see that, that uh, not only is it possible, but that's the whole point of creation. What is the um, source of Kedusha and Ruchnius and air and light in the world? Where does it come from? So first it says where it doesn't come from. People think Sounds like, like a contest kind of a philosophy that our seichel, our intelligence, is born with an innate sense of right and wrong, and it will always get us to the right place. And uh, and and ever since in our generation, we've seen that people who follow seichel have done the most uh, you know astonishing atrocities. So where does if you if you look objectively, the source of goodness in the world is really Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai, Hashem said, I am Hashem, your God, that's where goodness comes from. So, whatever is based upon whatever comes from whatever connects to that's where that's the that's where Kedusha is, that's where goodness is. So, in order to cause peace in the world, that the goodness in the world should not just be victorious over the negative part of the world, but rather to reveal how the world itself has goodness in it. Um, in order to do that, there is a uh, that, 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 that that's that's from Nechav Elokecha. By connecting the Eibushter to Nechav Elokecha, the revelation of Hashem and Har Sinai, that's the key to what the Rebbe is saying. Basically, I think is that is that people were saying, you know, like we could, we, we don't we, we don't have to um, go back to Tera. To figure out uh, where, where things have to go, we, we know that there's, there's that there's spirituality is more important than Gashmias, and we know we know what what, what, what nice things, what, what kindness is, what niceness is. We know what humanitarianism is. We don't have to go back to that here. So, so that was, first of all, as we see, it's not true. Number one. Number two is the goal is not just that there should be Kedusha in the world, not just there should be light and there should be holiness, Ruchnis in the world, the goal is that the world itself should reveal the goodness that's in it. Okay, that's the goal. And where do we get that from? We get that from the Nechel HaKechel. The Abishar made the world, and by revealing Hashem in the world, that causes all the good things to happen. So then there goes a step further. In the Gemara, that the Padre B'Shalom, um, it explains Padre B'Shalom, it says, Anyone who wants Torah, anyone who does kindness, or anyone who damns the minion, what does Hashem say? It says, if you redeemed me and my children from the Goyim. So the Rebbe emphasizes the words, me and my children. In order to help my children, in order to help the Jewish people, unlike the way people thought at the time, I think that was addressing another, another paradigm, that a Zionistic paradigm, that we could bring Mashiach with our hands. In order to bring... The yin should have good. It's it's only possible by redeeming Hashem. It's only possible that by the nature of a Jew is that a Jew needs Hashem. So you can't really help the Jewish people without revealing 
godliness in the world, without revealing in a Jew the godliness in himself. In Rosh Hashem, Hashem gave us a Torah. What did Hashem say? I am the Lord your God, took you out of Egypt. So in order for me to go out of Egypt today, I need a Nechel Elkechem. Just like that, when Hashem first gave us a Torah, he, he said, I am the Lord your God who took you out of Egypt. So whenever you're going to go through any kind of Egypt, any kind of difficulty, the first step is you have to have a Nechel Elkechem. You have to have the Ebesh. You have to connect to Hashem. Only by connecting to Hashem can you go out of your, your limitations, whatever, whatever the challenges are in the world. So... I remember one of my friends was very upset that uh, uh, there was there was some 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 calamities were happening in Crown Heights, and uh, the the Rabbanim announced there should be an asifa, there should be a meeting, everyone should get together, and uh, the, the Rabbanim made dif- different uh, kinds of resolutions people should do. They shouldn't talk during davening and stuff like that. My friends like this should have been a thing against God. We should have got together against him and fought him. You know, like all these things happen. Why the Jews are always like pro God and. Cool. But the MS is to help a Jew, you, in order to help a Jew, you, a Jew, the nature of a Jew is, in order for him to get him at Shrayim, he needs, he, he needs to connect to Hashem. That's how Jews are made. Okay. So that's, so that's, the, that's the key to, to causing peace in the world, is through the Abishter. That's the way to help the Jewish people is through the Abishter. Okay, but what Abishter? How, how, how do you do the Abishter? Maybe the Zionists are right. Maybe they, there is a new way of doing this. Maybe the reformists are right. Maybe the reconstructionists are right. Maybe there's a new way of, of bringing the Torah to our times. So Gemara says, there's no new ways. It's the same stuff. Torah, davening, kindness. These, doing the same things Hashem gave us, that's the way to help the Jewish people. There's a Jew, there's a Fabrengan once, and when I was a shlich in Florida in the yeshiva, and Fabrengan went a little uh, late, and I drank a little too much, so the time I got to my Mifzayim uh, roots, where I would put on film with people and in, in, in Sunny Isles, so um, I was still a little bit Baruch uh, Hashem in the middle of the rain. So um, I went to Ross over there to get a towel because Yeshiva doesn't give towels, of course, right? Well, Yeshiva gives towels. Anyway, so so um, uh, and this Jew passes by and I say, um, Hey, you want to put on film? And I must, he, he, he must have smelled the liquor or something because he says, let me tell you my story of the Rebbe. Like, the, okay, what's your story of the Rebbe? He says he has a friend who, um, whose children were addicts for many years. And drug addicts. And he and his, and his, and his friend uh, told him that at one point, the guy, he and his wife decided that they're just going to kill themselves because there's um, no worth point in living. So what should he do? Uh, they, they're living for their kids, and their kids are addicts. So his wife agreed, they're, gonna, they're just going to go. So he went, and he is going home with his gun, and he's going to shoot his wife, and he's going to shoot himself. On the way there, he sees a friend that he hasn't seen in a long time. So he falls over the side of the road, and he says to his friend, Hey, uh, how are you doing? And his friend says, Great, how are you doing? Um, so he's, he's honest with his friends. Actually, I'm, I'm on the way to kill myself. What do you ask? <laughs> so his friend says, You know, I have an idea for you. Before you kill yourself, why don't you go to the... They lived, I think, in Ohio, if I'm correctly. And why don't you go, why don't you go to the... He agreed. He went to the... And he came to the... And uh, and the, he told the, 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 the what's going on. David told him, 
you should you should be orthodox like you once were. You go should go to shul three times a day and daven, and and uh, that was instruction and and a bracha. So, so he told me this. This I heard it from him in the year two thousand. He told me that that week, one of his children had had Baruch Hashem uh, had called and finally come home and uh, I, I and. Uh, I asked about the other child. The other she said, "I don't. I don't want to ask about the other child. I know about the other child, but 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 he. Uh, so so so, what did I ever say to him? Yeah, there's lots of things you could do, but you know what you need to do. You go to Shul and Daven, New and Tera. I mean, you know, you're Orthodox. You want, there's no new ways. It doesn't matter what what the issues are. The world may have changed, but uh, the Tera doesn't change. And Tera is for Tera is eternal, and that's the way you can get help. You can get help through Tera. Okay, Rabta is designed to be two fifty five. Brothers, yes, sir. in the shale. The Rebbe asks, <coughs> the Friedrich Rebbe asks, The Gemara says anyone who is involved in the study of Torah, Hashem says, I consider it as if you saved me and my children from the nations of the world. Why does the Gemara use the expression, anyone who is involved in Torah? Why doesn't it say anyone who learns Torah? And the Friedrich Rebbe explains, It's not enough to learn Torah. We learn Torah, it's possible you can learn Torah like any other wisdom in the world. You can learn Torah and you treat it like any, any other wisdom. Even if you're learning Musr, even if you're learning something that has to do with you, it's possible you can learn it. Do the opposite. Even when you learn Torah, your intent could be that you're learning not in order to do the Torah, it could be learning Torah because you want to show off, you want to argue with other people and show them that you know better than them. It's possible learning Torah not just to challenge other people, it's possible a person to be even worse. He's learning Torah just to challenge the subject himself. In other words, he is a thing with Torah, he wants to like disprove Torah. He's learning Torah, you know, like Shalom uh, Aleichem or these Yiddish writers who quote Torah right and left and just make fun of it. And they're, and they're, whole, uh, they're, they're very knowledgeable in Torah. And, and, they, and they say words of Torah, and they repeat and in Yonim of Torah, but it's all in order to, 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 to prove how it's ridiculous. Like the famous story about Aristotle, who is mentioned in the name, in the many books of Jewish philosophy from the Middle Ages, that they, they say, Jewish philosophers, when quoting Aristotle, they say, the wise man said. He was once caught doing something which compromised his position. The Shoalis, and they asked him, How you talking? How could you do that? You're Aristotle, and you're the one who founded and developed a whole way people should act in an ethical way. Malcolm I says, How can you do this? And what did Aristotle answer? He said, Now I'm not Aristotle. There was a time of the Mzichim Magid, one of the greatest of one of the time, his name was the Balafla. The Pinchas Balafla. He wrote many books on Gemara, and uh, which I studied in Yeshiva till today. And uh, the Pinchas, he wasn't at all a Hasid, but he was passing by Mizrich, and he heard a lot of things about Mizrich. He wanted to check it out. So Pinchas, Pinchas goes to Mizrich. He goes to into the Mizrich Magid for a Yechidus of the Mizrich Magid. In his audience with the Magid, the Magid shares with him Torah, and I don't know why. It could be he just wasn't a vessel for the Torah of the Maggot, but either way, he was unimpressed. He left the Maggot unimpressed. Maggot said his thing, he listened, I didn't find anything, any greatness here, I didn't find any Torah here, he leaves unimpressed. 
as he's about to leave Mizrich, he gets a message from the Magad. The Magad says, before you go, I want you to discuss Teira with my chassid, the Reb Zusha. Okay. So he goes to Reb Zusha, I'm supposed to, the Magad asks, I should talk Teira with you. Well, I don't really learn that well, but I do learn some Teira. Um, so Reb Pinchas, you know, he has to humor the Magad's uh, request. And he is, you know, he is the, the Talmudic scholar par excellence, you know. And it's a waste of time for him to talk to Reb Zusha. Reb Zusha, what are you learning? I'm learning uh, actually in Zayim and Beis in Brachas. What does it say over there? I'm learning the sugya about whether the ark could be counted as a minion. Doesn't there? Gemara Huna says that nine people with the ark, with the ark Kedesh, can be a minion. So Rav Nachman asks a question that Rav Huna is the ark a man? And so the Gemara answers that Rav Huna didn't really mean that. There's two answers in the Gemara. So Rav, the Rav Zusha tells Rav Pinchas, what was Gemara's Havamina? What was Gemara's original, uh, original, original way of thinking? It's called Havamina. What was the, when the, before the Gemara asked the question, the Gemara thought, the Rav Huna thought the actual Ark itself could be part of a minion. What was Gemara's Havamina? How can Gemara think that? Rav Rachman's question is an obvious question. How can Gemara have, have even entertained that that's what Rav Huna meant, that the Ark itself should be part of the minion? And so, so says, you know what? I don't know the meaning of that. So Abzusha says, let me tell you what I think. He says like this. What's, why did the Gemara think that the Ark could be part of a minion? Because the Ark is a place that's full of books, full of holy Sodom, fully full of Tera. And so a Jew is as an Ashram, so just like a Jew. A Jew is full of Tera and the Ark is full of Tera. But then the Gemara says, Gavru, no, you're talking about the wood that, 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 of the Ark and the Tera that's in the Ark don't intermingle at all. There's no, there's no, um, there's no, there's no change in the wood. The wood stays. So it's so so, so, so is listening, okay. And then hits him in the head, and he says, "That actually hit him in the head." But he tells him, "So too, it's possible for a person to be full of Torah and full of Musa and full of Kabbalah, but the Torah that he learns and the person himself have nothing to do with each other." Ouch. So then he stayed in Mizrach and became a, one of the biggest chassidim of the Mizrach market. Okay, so that's what we're talking about Aristotle. It's possible to learn Torah, and you and the Torah are separate. That is a yachali is learning Torah. So there's nishas being everything else. If I'm not learning nishas, it's possible to learn Torah, and you're separate from the Torah. You're an ark carrying books. You're an ark holding Torah, but you're just a piece of wood. So that has to be opposite twenty four seven three sixty five. You slip for one moment. Now it's as if. You're Aristotle, at that moment, is not Aristotle. No, we're not saying that how often. You, you, so we're saying an ark is not the way to be. We're saying that even though you learn Torah, you have to change by the Torah, you have to become the Torah. Yeah, so we're not talking about the quantity. Now, we're not talking a, about the qu- I get that, but you're a better person. You, Mamash, you, you're no longer the same as you were before. No. But you're human. You make a mistake. You're doing a Veda, whatever it is, at that point in time. Aristotle, Aristotle justified the mistake. Let's say we even justify it too. We, we understand what's right. We understand what's wrong. It's a- I, exactly whatever. This is the, this is the moment. I'm fall, I'm doing it. And the next morning, you know, okay, you're back to shul. You're doing your thing. You get back into your routine. You got your tefillin and rebbeinu pam. You're going to shabrigans and shiurim. Yeah. You tell me you can't relate to this. That's correct. One so time does, does that mean because all of this happened that you haven't really, really fused the two together? It's still wood and Torah, and there haven't. Aristotle was justified. 
So That's since we're blatantly we're saying, ah, whatever, I'm going to get in the mikveh tomorrow morning, I'm a new person, so it's okay. Observe, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but one time um, on La Cienega and, and Pico, I was driving by, it was raining, and I saw the birds were perched on top of this uh, sign, and one of them was saying to the other, whose idea was it to go west instead of south? <laughs> and the other bird was like, I think it was it. And, and they, were, they were all discussing this, and they were they all angry at each other. But the next day, they're standing there, and like, you know, it was, it was actually a good idea. It was actually a good idea. But she's still. Okay, let's go right there. We're going in the right direction. We're going this, this direction we're going. One day, we had serenes. And therefore, you have to be involved in Tera. Not only do you need to learn Tera, there has to be your whole business in the world. That's, 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 it wasn't a billboard. It was a... It was on Bank of America, the the Pico and La Cienega. But Mamma's about to tell Common Sicily, Mamma, not only do you have to learn Tera, that has to become your occupation. What, where is your Metsias? Where are your Kaychas? Where is your thoughts? Where are your feelings in Tera? Therefore, you can't say that he's not the same Jew that learned Torah a minute before. Because he became one with Torah. This is what he's interested in. We're talking about our Nefesh Bahamas. We're not talking about our Nefesh HaKitona. Our Nefesh Bahamas should be, should be changed and be interested in Yiddishkeit. Should be interested in Torah. That should, that should be the thing that we're... Oh, Rebzev is, is walking down the street. I have to, and I'm a Shliach of the Rebbe. And I have to share a word of Torah with someone. This is what I do. I'm a Yisuk Torah. And this is what you do all day. You, you told me how you, your customers, your clients, you tell them of, of art here, even the goyim. That's how you redeem the godliness in your own soul. How do you reveal the godliness in your own soul? You are a Jew. You are a neshama. That's who you are. So by learning Torah, being involved in Torah, so what does Hashem say? It's as if you can redeem me and my children from the goyim. Redeeming me means you redeem the neshama you redeem Hashem, that Hashem, so to speak, goes out of Golas, and you also redeem the Galas within yourself, the Nisham within you. And uh, so that's how you personally have redemption, how you reveal the Galas in yourself, and, you redeem, and, and bring bracha upon yourself, not just to redeem yourself in a spiritual way, but to, to have good, it's by Eisk Vater. Next Eis. It's not sufficient just to be involved. And in Torah, you also have to have kindness. If a Jew only thinks about himself, he doesn't care what's happening around him. It's like someone who puts one limb in the, in the mikveh. If you put your finger in the mikveh, your whole body remains tummy. Even the finger you put in the mikveh also tummy. The whole body has to be in the mikveh. It's only part of your body is in the mikveh. It's not, it's not, it's not But Kumekin, so too. It's not possible to talk about true redemption of Jewish people if there's a Jew who's in a situation which is not the way it's supposed to be, then you cannot say the Jewish people are redeemed. So therefore, although you're learning Torah, and although it's Geshmak, and although your Neshama starts, starts kicking, you start feeling your Neshama, that's not really Geula. Geula means when everyone's redeemed. Therefore, it's not enough just to learn Torah. The mission continues and says, anyone who learns Torah and is involved in kindness. So Geula, 
But the redemption doesn't have to happen in a way that in one second everyone is transformed. You at least have to do whatever you can to help another Jew. You, it, it won't necessarily happen in the, all at once, but you have to cause redemption for another Jew. You have to care about another Jew. Amnam. I love the story with the starfish. The guy is by the beach and you see a little starfish strewn around and it's throwing them back in. He tells him, what are you doing? He says, don't you know the starfish, they get thrown in the beach, they, they die. So, so what are you doing? So I'm throwing them back in. There's so many of them. It doesn't make a difference what you're doing. See, but this one it makes a difference. You can't help the whole world, but the one person you could help. The one person you could bring to. In order to know what a Jew is missing, in order to know how to help that Jew, to first learn Torah. says, first learn Torah, and then do kindness. The, the way the mission is read, is written, anyone who's involved in Torah and does kindness, and Dhamma's dominion, Hashem says, I consider it as if you redeem me and my children. So the first thing you have to do is learn Torah. Well, Torah is necessary for the kindness. Why? Why is Torah necessary for the kindness? I see It's true we do a Jew a favor. You're doing a mitzvah. Not just, and not just a mitzvah. You're doing the most important mitzvah. The cloud God of But when you help a Jew, the help has to be in a way that it's for the benefit of the other person. It's not for the sake of yourself. It's for them. Like what everyone said about the mitzvah campaigns. If you're going in the mitzvah campaigns because you want to feel good about yourself, you want to show your prowess, you hope to help, you hope to change another person, that's not mitzayim. That's, that, that's your, you're going for yourself. Mitzayim means the first, the ten mitzayim that we said is, so because you care about someone, that's where you're going. So it's possible that you're giving help to someone and the person is benefiting by your help and it's possible that you're giving help to someone you're actually hurting them. For example, when you give a child, I'm sorry, there are people not talking about what I, what I just said. They were talking about, not about the sake of what you're doing. They were talking about what you're, what you're actually doing. It's possible you're doing someone a favor, you think you're doing someone a favor, you're actually hurting them. Giving a child a lot of candies, although the child's asking for them, it's not good for him. You don't want to tell a Jew something that is musardic. You don't want to tell the person that he made a mistake. You don't want to cause him pain. You don't want to make him sad. That's not really kindness. Just like the Gemara says, if someone withholds the rod, they, they, they hate their child. If you hold back the rod, you hate your child. So if a person is, is not saying, telling the other person what they need to hear, so from you, I mean, obviously, that was not mentioning this particular sicha, but there is, it's possible that the person does something wrong, and they, and they need to hear that they did something wrong, but you're not, you're not the guy to say it. They're not going to hear it from you. For, you. for you, it's just going to be just a, uh, an annoyance. But there are situations where you're able to help someone, and you're able to say the right thing to help them, and you don't want to say it because you don't want to get into an uncomfortable situation. So only by learning Torah do you actually know what the Torah says you need to do, and what, and what, what the right thing is that needs to be said to this person. Well, oh, 
And on the other hand, although the way the method that you can give the person the method, the message also has to be according to Torah, not in public with soft words. You have to affect yourself that you care about this as much as you care about you care about this deeply. That you care. And this Nemanov used to say that he could only chastise someone by Fabrengen if he cried for them when he says Shema at night. So you, if, if it's 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 true that there's a message has to be said, and it could be you're the guy who has to give the message. But how? In the, okay, so now the message has to be given, but it, it's not supposed to be done with a megaphone. It's supposed to be done. The Torah says not in public, privately, and and and, and the, the words have to come from the heart. And as if the, the, it's not that the other person is going out with with the the shiksa, you're going out with the shiksa, and that bothers you. Look at the you're not saying in order, and your intent has to be, you don't want to cause the other person pain, because you don't love the person enough. Rather, you have to care about the other person in a way that, 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 that you, you're bothered by what you have to do, what you, the message you have to share, and you're bothered by the situation, and you're totally empathetic with the, what the person's going on, how they're hearing what you're saying. How, you, you basically, before you give your message, you have to think about where you want the person to be after the message is given. And you have to feel the other person. And, um, okay, so... So that's the um, that's why the Mishnah says the order, Torah then kindness. Number one, to know what kindness is, if don't Torah. Torah says what the person needs. So what 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 that person needs, you know from Torah. Number two, how to give that person a message also comes from Torah. And the final point that it says is in this paragraph, this ice that you have to do your kindness should be your business. The Gemara says over here, it means not just you're doing kindness, it's your business. Just like we said about Torah, that it's not sufficient just to learn Torah, but Torah has to be your business. So to regards to kindness, it's not enough to do the, the mitzvah of Shulchan Aruch before you daven, give a coin to tzedakah, and do your idea my mitzvah. Right? That's just doing kindness. That's not, that's not called being involved in kindness. That doesn't cause Hashem and, and the Jewish people to re, re, be redeemed from Golos and Mashiach to come. But in order to to uh, cause this, you have to be have that your assistance to other people sh- is, is your whole being, that you're about kindness. Not just you do kindness, not just give it stuck up before davening, but that's who you are. Right. Good